Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Global Credit Watcher Fitch Ratings upgrades its outlook on the Philippines from stable to positive while affirming its triple B rating. The positive outlook means the Philippines is a step closer to the coveted A rating, which would further open up the credit for the country by lowering interest rates from commercial creditors. Fitch says the revision reflects its expectations of continued adherence to a sound macroeconomic policy framework progress in fiscal reforms and continued resilience in external finances. It also sees Philippine economic growth accelerating both this year and next. And while it's too early to evaluate the economic effects of the novel coronavirus outbreak, it believes the country is somewhat less vulnerable than its regional peers. Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno welcomes the latest Fitch upgrade. He says monetary authorities are meticulously tracking how the economy is progressing to achieve an A rating in two years. Socioeconomic Planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia also looking to sustain this momentum by heightening efforts in the areas of science and technology to achieve the country's long-term goal of becoming a globally competitive and high-income economy with zero poverty. For more on Fitch's latest assessment on the Philippine economy, catch my interview with Sagarika Chandra, the Associate Director of Fitch Rating Sovereign's team, Wednesday at 9 a.m. Manila time. Regulatory concerns and the spread of the Wuhan coronavirus continue to hamper the local market. But as Michelle Long tells us, analysts believe corporate earnings and a rebalancing may move the needle. Philippine shares wobbled at the start of trade before eventually closing slightly higher for the day. The novel coronavirus outbreak and regulatory risks still weighing on investor sentiment. For the day, the PSE index finished at 74.39, up by a tenth of 1% or 8 points. In terms of what could make us rebound, I think it's, there has to be enough economic catalyst, corporate earnings also can be a catalyst. First, Metro Security sees a modest 7 to 7.5 percent average corporate earnings growth for this year, slightly higher than last year's 6 percent. Meanwhile, Philam Asset Management says it expects to see more movements in index issues that were affected by the PSEI rebalancing. SM Prime will be able to get an up weight of 1.2 percent and there will be some uh, down weights on SM, which is about uh, an estimated 0.5% of the current weight, and BDO of 0.2% uh, of its current weight. What's also of uh, effect would be on DMC and uh, Semerara, because uh, these two companies are actually in the uh, bottom list of the uh, free float market capitalization, and aside from, of course, the regulatory risk of which DMC was involved in. In corporate stories, Metro Pacific gets the green light from the Department of Public Works and Highways to start the full commercial operations of the first subsections of the Cavite Laguna Expressway. The 10.7-kilometer sector starts from Mamplasan entry in Binyan and ends in Santa Rosa Tagaytay Interchange. While the Toll Regulatory Board has approved the collection of toll fees from 47 pesos to 143 pesos per vehicle depending on size. Meanwhile, First Gen set to increase its authorized capital stock from 11.6 billion pesos to 13.2 billion. 
Speaking of the Lopez Group, ABS-CBN and its Philippine Depository Receipts shares both extended their slump following the filing of the quo warranto by the Office of the Solicitor General seeking to nullify its franchise. Looking ahead, investors will be watching out for MSCI rebalancing news. Now, which stocks are getting an upgrade? Which stocks are getting a downgrade? Well, analysts don't expect a major outflow like last year's when China's A-shares winning was quadrupled to expect some movement among index players in the coming days. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. U.S. Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell expected to give a relatively upbeat assessment on the U.S. economy when he appears before the U.S. Congress. This despite risks posed by the novel coronavirus outbreak. Rob Carnell, the head of research for Asia-Pacific at ING, notes the U.S. is still in a decent place given the Fed more latitude not to rush into any policy moves. I think the message that they want to get across as well to markets is they're not in a hurry to do anything, but if they need to, they will. So there's, there's still basically a, a bias towards further loosening of policy that's there. It's much more likely that we'll see that than we'll see rates increase. And again, for the equity market, they don't want rates to go up. So that, that sense of we're there for you, we'll provide that sticking plaster if it needs it, is, is a comforting one. And that helps the market to continue going up. Cornell, meanwhile, sees China's GDP hitting 5.4%. The outbreak also seen to drag global economies depending on how the virus outbreak is going to be contained. But Cornell still sees a good growth story in the Philippines. There's a little bit of room across uh, Asia-Pacific, but not a huge amount. I mean, there's quite a lot of uh, easing done, obviously, here last year. Um, and, and, of course, BSP has already done a little bit more. What we're really looking at here is this gap between where, um, where policy rates are, what the central bank interest rate is, and where inflation is. And typically, once inflation has pushed above your policy rate, you don't have that much more room. So, yes, there is room, room here, a little bit more room. Um, you know, typhoons and volcanoes don't help that, but those things tend to be quite temporary in their impacts on, uh, on, on food, uh, which is the pr primary upwards driver here right now. Uh, and of course, across the region, you're having some, uh, some food shock. The International Monetary Fund also believes the Philippine economy is poised for strong growth this year, but it is warning of the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak's potential negative impact. More from Braun Cruz. The International Monetary Fund keeps a positive outlook for the Philippine economy this year. The IMF sees the country's economic growth accelerating to 6.3% this year from 5.9% in 2019. This upbeat forecast, though, has been decided prior to the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. And as cases and fatalities rise, the IMF now warns the outbreak may hurt the country's growth. The coronavirus... Um as you know, has uh, uh, caused a uh, lot of uh, uh, anxieties and uh, restrictions on travel. Um, the Philippines economy, as you know, um, is not immune to that. Um, think about individual sectors, the first thing that comes to my mind will be tourism. The IMF meanwhile notes the Philippine Central Bank's action last week to reduce interest rates by 25 basis points is a good response to the outbreak. Royce Aguilar of First Metro Securities also optimistic about the Philippine economic performance this year.
He says while the virus will temper the growth of the country, the local economy can still reach around 6% growth. I think in terms of the Philippines, while we said it, in terms of growth expectations, I think Philippines still poised to outperform its peers. Of course, Philippines is known for its domestic economy. But for China, it's a different story as it faces multiple economic forecast downgrades. In fact, worries grew that the extent of economic disruption to the world's second largest economy was greater than estimated. Chinese cities have become virtual ghost towns, while hundreds of Chinese firms have admitted they would need billions of dollars in loans to stay afloat. Layoffs also began despite assurances by President Xi Jinping that widespread sackings would be avoided. The outbreak has already killed over a thousand people in China, and the number of cases has also risen to more than 42,000. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Some economists see the novel coronavirus outbreak accelerating the ongoing exodus of manufacturers out of China, which began during the bitter trade war between Washington and Beijing. But as Warren de Guzman tells us, they do not see those factories relocating to the Philippines. ING Group Head of Research for Asia-Pacific Rob Carnell says the 2019 new coronavirus outbreak could have a lasting effect on China's status as a manufacturing hub for the world. It was damaged anyway because of the trade war. People were looking for an excuse because China, as I think I hinted before, isn't a super cheap place to make stuff anymore. Uh, it's quite expensive. The real reason you want to produce in China is, as I mentioned earlier, China consumes this stuff. Having said that, you can do quite a lot quite close to China. You don't have to be in it. You can be in Cambodia, you can be in Vietnam, I mean the obvious ones. Thailand is another economy which isn't a million miles uh, away from China geographically. And what really helps is if you've built the infrastructure. However, ING does not see the Philippines as a preferred destination for factories exiting China because Philippine infrastructure, despite the efforts of the Duterte administration, lags behind most of the region. International Monetary Fund resident Representative Yong Zheng Yang says the ongoing build, build, build infra push is expected to see some challenges this year, which is tough as this is needed to improve the Philippines' investment climate. The Remaining investment projects are likely to be more complex and challenging to implement. Uh, these remaining projects tend to be larger and technically more difficult. So far, we have not seen much uh, evidence of reallocation of FDI to the Philippines. The latest data from government show foreign direct investment into the Philippines is down 30% year-on-year for the January to November 2019 period. ING says right now China accounts for some $720 billion in demand for overseas goods and services. Meanwhile, Cambodia, Vietnam, Korea, Japan and Thailand all rely on a significant portion of Chinese parts in their production. All of this is under threat from the coronavirus. And even though the Philippines is not yet among the top players in China's supply chain, it is still affected. The semiconductors and electronics industries in the Philippines says it is facing a, quote, challenged 2020 due to the disruption. The extent of all this remains uncertain as how long the coronavirus outbreak will last is still unclear. Nevertheless, it has contributed to global health scares traced back to China alongside SARS and bird flu. 
Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. More affected passengers voiced their concerns after the Philippine government included Taiwan in its travel ban to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus. As Dino Pontiorig tells us, even the Taiwanese government has already stepped in. Dozens remain stranded at Manila's main gateway. After the Philippine government expanded its travel ban over the Wuhan coronavirus to include Taiwan, the passengers arrived from Taiwan but were refused entry into the country. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. It's, these are my friends. I've been waiting so long to see them again. And I'm never going to get to see them again. A younger brother passed away a couple of days ago. I am asking some consideration. Perhaps uh, if, if you can uh, make this as an exception for all of us. Over a thousand overseas Filipino workers are also at risk of losing their jobs after their flights back to Taiwan were canceled. The Philippine Overseas Workers Welfare Administration, meanwhile, assures them they will be able to get cash assistance from the government as compensation. Taiwan has stepped in, urging the Philippines to lift the ban. We are at the moment proactively in communication and have lodged representations with the Philippines, including the presidential office and foreign ministry, to tell them that we are not a virus area of China's. Our country's controlling of the novel coronavirus has been very good from the start. We are currently urging the government of the Philippines through all channels to change this unilateral decision as quickly as possible. But the Philippine government is standing by its decision. The travel ban, I understand, that included China was on the basis of the World Health Organization, including Taiwan as part of China. And since there's a ban on China, necessarily Taiwan being part of China is included. And we always follow the recommendation of the World Health Organization. If the World Health Organization says there is a need for a lifting of the ban in any part of those already announced to have a travel ban, then we will, I suppose, do so. So for now, the ban stays? Hmm? The, the, the ban? Uh, for now, yes, of course. So what Until we... uh, the World Health Organization makes any announcement and the, World, and the Department of Health recommends to the president, Philippine Airlines, AirAsia, and Subu Pacific have already canceled flights to and from Taiwan until further notice. Passengers are urged to call the airlines or to visit their website for refund or rebooking without additional charges. The travel restrictions imposed on mainland China, Hong Kong, and Macau also remain in place. Dino Pontiorig, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.